Welcome to episode four of the Personal Dating Assistance Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Violet, aka The Ramblin' Gambler. Uh, it's been weeks, no podcast, nothing. I know you've all been worried about me, but don't be. I'm, I'm back, I'm safe. Uh, I think I had like the worst virus of all time. Could have died, but I didn't. Uh, I'm alive, very much so, and I'm here stronger than ever for your listening pleasure. For all that, before we get into all the fun stuff, let me remind you of what we are, who we are, what we do. Personaldatingassistance.com is a website designed to help people with their online dating experience. Online dating is more popular now than it's ever been. Therefore, there's no better time than now to want to have that edge over the competition. According to a 2019 study conducted by sociologist Michael Rosenfeld out of Stanford University, and Ruben Thomas out of the University of New Mexico, approximately 39% of couples that got together in 2017 met from a dating website. Nearly two out of every five. Nowadays, there's no longer stigma about meeting a partner online. Now, as far as us, uh, what exactly is personal dating assistance? What do we do? What we do is we get you dates. What we do is we take over your online dating profile. Your monthly subscription will include services such as offering consultation, as well as an option to create a brand new online dating profile, which will bring out your best qualities. In addition to messaging women on your behalf, messaging men on your behalf, doing it all for you. We will earn you phone numbers, we will get you dates, and if your photos aren't up to par, we have photographer referrals. We're here to help find dates for the person that has those 100-hour work weeks that just doesn't have the time to send out all those terrible messages. Um, It's time-consuming, and we get it, and that's where we come in. Or for the person that just doesn't really have a grasp on what works best for finding a date, they don't really know what to do or what to say. This podcast will feature a different analysis each week taken from actual online conversations from the archives of members who have signed up for our service. Of course, for the sake of privacy, the real names will never be revealed, so I will change everything to Tom and to Julia. On this podcast, I will be discussing strategy on how to, one, open a conversation, two, how to keep them hooked, three, how to avoid the mistakes that other people make, and four, how to close a conversation and earn yourself a phone number. All this will be based on a bunch of different factors, such as momentum of the conversation itself, the type of person you're chatting with, uh, the time of day, etc. So let's do it. This week's uh, analysis it features Tom from Las Vegas, who's matched with Julia on Tinder. This week's analysis opens with a different approach. Um, Typically, I'm a big fan of sending the opening message. Uh, But this girl, Tom's match on Tinder, uh, she seemed like a badass. And seems like she gets first message first by by men all the time who just seem super eager to try to roll the dice as quickly as they can. Just not even think, just send something. Um, So once, once the match happens, I don't say a word. Okay, and then this happens. She messages Tom and says, Hi, I like your Beanie Baby collection. I reply, still waiting for the funny and mean. 
and also I'm about to nap, so I hope to wake up to something offensive. Smiley face. Her. Wait, was that sarcasm or genuine interest? Me. Interest. Uh, hit me with your best shot. But I'm literally going to take a nap. And thank you for the opener. I'll tell you the story behind them soon enough. All right, so a bit of a background. This client of mine, uh, who I was super pumped to hear I'd be working with, turns out to be a professional poker player. Um, I had him send me as many photos as he could of himself, uh, standard procedure. And I, I, once I sorted through all the good ones, I created a mix of his best photos, okay? So one of them I decided to go with is a photo of him laying down at a picnic blanket with about 100 Beanie Babies sitting across from him appearing as if he's uh, on some exquisite rendezvous in the park and they're all thoroughly enjoying the date. Date? I don't know. I, I don't know what it looks like but besides being awesome. So that was the first photo. Others included him um, playing poker, uh, another one where he's dressed up with, with black pants, black suspenders, a green and white polka dot shirt, black tie he's fixing his watch another pick is uh he's having a beer with uh and a denim shirt with these these crazy pants so they're like a bunch the the pants were had like a bunch of different stitches um patches excuse me of wild colors and designs which shows that you know he's a little eclectic um the final photo of him is a group photo of him and his friends but they're crossed out as for her, her photos seemed to be well taken. Uh, each and every one was different. She had one showing off her tattoos, uh, one in the cemetery, another riding a horse, another with her in the Sephora cosmetic store, and a group photo with her friends who were not crossed out. Her profile was simple to the point, um, and that point was that she means business. Her profile said... I'm the perfect balance of funny and mean. If you send me a dick pic, all of my friends will see as we drink wine and make fun of you. I like to ride horses, and please don't send me any dumb horse jokes. I've heard them all. Feminist. 21. If you voted for Trump, swipe left. Okay, so a badass. She's... Uh, she goes right to the point. She she doesn't want any nonsense. Um, but with this feist comes admiration. And all those who are admiring her are, are men who sends her introductions left and right. So we don't, okay? So we don't say anything. We got ourselves a conversation. That being said, we ended the convo a little early, but in a polite way. She had the courage to send the intro and... Because we were leaving, it's a good idea to show the appreciation and use the whole soon enough. Soon enough? What, is, what does that even mean? It, did, did he mean later today? Do I have to earn it? What's this guy's deal? Why is he leaving me hanging? I gotta get to the bottom of this. I'll message him. No, actually, I'll let him message me back first. So, like, that's all the thinking we, that's all the thinking we want her to be having. So we expect her to want us to open the conversation next time, right? Well, that's why we won't. She wants us to. She expects us to, so we won't. 
that being said, moving forward, we're not going to be assholes and just never message her first ever again. That's that's not the idea here. But the key here is that she's expecting a message back after the nap. So we got to keep her on her toes, right? We did this tactic the first time. We didn't say anything at first, and you know she messaged us, and we're going to try to let it ride and do it just one more time. So three days go by, and nothing. And then she hits us up. She says, I don't have anything mean to say just yet, but those pants definitely strike a chord or two with me. Good thing you're very handsome, beanie baby man. I come back with, thank you, Julia. Luckily, I passed them on to my 17-year-old nephew, who's killing it in high school. Your patchwork on those jeans seemed to be struggling a bit in your photo, no? Excuse me, don't attack my pants because I attached yours. Fuck, attacked. Baby, please attach yourself to mine. What's your age? I'm getting mixed signals. So we poke fun at her typo, and why shouldn't we? We can't let her get away with being too lazy to fix a grammatical error or too eager to hit the send button. But we do it in a way that's a variation of what the typical guy on Tinder will say, you know, about attaching to the pants. I literally wrote police, P-A-L-E-A-S-E, because it's so dumb and you can't help but laugh. Well, I did, and I hope she did. As for the age thing, her profile had two different numbers for her age for some reason. Maybe a typo or... Or I'm ageless, she says. Or maybe she's ageless. No reply for me. I don't say anything. And why no reply? Because, you know, we're, we're doing the whole kitten with a string technique. Not beca- No, so not because we're not doing... Not because we're doing the kitten with a string technique, okay? But because we asked a serious question, we want a serious answer. Nobody's ageless. Come on, what's your age? So we didn't reply, and she, then she says, I'll be 23 in February, she clarifies. Much better. Me. Kind of like that hitchhiker from the viral uh, YouTube video. So when you get the chance uh, and you want to get a glimpse of weird videos I watch on YouTube, check out Kai the Homeless Hitchhiking Surfer. Um, well, apparently 232,000 others like this dumb, stupid clip, and that is considered viral, right? Maybe she's one of those 232,000 people. She comes back with, I'm sorry, I don't get the reference. Guess it's not viral. And February is super soon. Are you excited? She replies, eh, birthdays are what they are. I've been an old soul forever, so it's just a number. Why did you color your friend's heads Rasta? Hmm, so... (laughs) First, she's ageless, and now she's been an old soul forever, and age is just a number. Although I think there is some truth to this, and she believes it, I I also think the seven-year age gap between the two matches is on her mind, and she wants my client to know that she's mature, mature enough to date him. That's why she's saying, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, t- I'm 23, but I'm really 80, that, that kind of thing. I reply, at the, the Rasta thing. I'm laughing out loud right now. It really takes a lot for someone to be able to do that. So finally, a compliment. She called us handsome, and we give her credit uh, for doing the best thing that anyone could do to another person, which is make them laugh. 
One of his photos is, is that group photo where uh, one person is scratched out with a red scribble, another with yellow, and another with green. Uh, so Rasta, I guess. I didn't even catch it at first, but she, she said it, which is pretty clever. So don't make me blush, she says. For the privacy, I guess. Uh, I can't tender without consent. Plus, they don't always approve of my shenanigans. So that last sentence, I wanted to give him a smidge of mysteriousness and badassery. Uh, I want her thinking, oh, what shenanigans? Leather jackets, cigarettes in the sleeve, and his white t-shirt? What is he up to on a Friday night? Probably getting into trouble at a pool hall. I'm attracted to that. I'm a walking, talking shenanigan, she says. There we go. I feel like her response is saying like, uh, yeah, yeah, I could keep up. Name the, time and, name the time and place. I could hang. I then say, you didn't get enough blush on that Sephora trip? I'm trying to get your angle here, she says. I don't wear blush, silly. My angle is that I get discounts at Sephora but at the time, I was trying to incorporate the word blush into a silly joke. You get discounts, exclamation point, question mark. I get yelled at there for opening the drawers. I mean, kind of. I can use my points at the casino, and sometimes I have points. And that should be in your Tinder profile now. Not that I have points, but, you know, that you get in trouble for opening drawers. So why did I write this? I wrote this because th this was a way of slowly inviting her into his lifestyle by, included, by including two of her two favorite, well, maybe, two, maybe, maybe two of her favorite things, free stuff and makeup. Um, it also introduces her a little bit that what he's into, which is poker, you know, the casino. Um, I chose to write it this way to make treating her seem like, you know, had less pressure. Um, things could be gotten with points. It's not her business to know that he's earned a zillion points on his, on his casino card, but also, you know, we don't want to give her the impression that we're a sugar daddy either. We're here to just buy her things with cash left and right. No, that's not, that's not her, the angle. For, for all she knows, you know, they're basically just free in a sense. Um, so anyway, she, she writes back, okay, so the gambling picture is relevant. I had the same red flannel. She sent a double message. Yeah, I play poker full time. So if you ever want to come open up drawers at Caesars, uh, we can. And everyone has that flannel. Can we wear matching flannels? Yes. She then says, I'm interested, but I've never gambled beyond scratch tickets. Leave that to me, I say. You just provide the humanitarianism. Ah, yes, I could give feminist speeches and walk around braless. And not shave things, I reply. I also like to touch on people with special needs and their rights, she says. I come back with, at first glance, I didn't see the word on. L-O-L-O-L. -L -L. This is true. I literally thought she wrote, I also like to touch people with special needs. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how I like the flirt. So then I gave 
my client's phone number with his permission, of course. He was looking on this conversation as I was doing it. So I give the phone number and I say, if you want to discuss Venus, Gillette, or Mach 3. I mean, we did mention shaving, right? And she just says, wow. So we pull the trigger. But not in a way I've been doing all along. Usually I ask for their phone number. Uh, but the conversation had a different beginning, did it not? So it's supposed to have a different closing. She called us handsome, made us laugh. She was cool with the fact that we play poker full time. and uh, But she doesn't seem to want his money. We offered to get her some makeup, but she wasn't all about it with enthusiasm, wanting free stuff. She seemed to accept the invite in a different way. She didn't say something like, wow, poker, you must be really good. You must have a lot of money. Do you do well? No, nothing like that. She just wanted to wear matching flannels, hence that she enjoys dumb, cute relationship quirks, or was just poking fun of it. But either way, she didn't screw up one time in this conversation. She had a great sense of humor, uh, and this would be a terrific match for my client, and the two of them would hit it off on a date for sure. So come to find out, she gave us a test of our own medicine. She ended up not texting him, Tom, right away. She made him wait for hours and hours, and then she finally did it later on that evening. And they're still dating. Uh, they're still dating today. Okay, so the question and answer, the email segment. I have selected Scott, Scott from Portland, Maine. Scotty, I'm actually going to Wells, Maine this weekend. I might drive up a bit north early next week for uh, check out the brewery up there in Portland where you are. Uh, I guess there's a restaurant in the area too that has the world's best lobster roll. I don't know how that's possible. Every single place, every single restaurant says they have the world's best lobster roll come summertime. I don't get it. How could they all have it? There can only be one, just just like what Highlander says. If you want, if you want a good lobster roll uh, for the price, Scott, drive down. I think it's about forty five minutes down south of where you are. It, there's a place called Shane's of Maine in Sanford, Maine. It's an ice cream parlor that actually sells lobster rolls for seven dollars. I think uh, they're they're not the world's best, but for the value, you, you can't beat it. Anyway, uh, Scott writes, Matthew, love the show. Uh, I've been listening ever since you started. Haha, <laughs> real funny. It's been, this is the fourth episode. I'm in the middle of a pickle, he says. I've gone on three dates with this girl. Second date, we kissed. Third date, we had a dinner date. We got home. We sent each other the goodnight text, that type of thing. Next day, I sent her a text in the middle of the afternoon. Like, hey, what's up? That type of thing. And no reply. It's been a week. What should I do? Help. All right, Scott. So don't hate me. I'm not going to answer this right now. Uh, my plan was to have next week's episode, episode five, be all about ghosting what to do if you get ghosted, what to do if you don't hear from them. Should you panic? Should you call them a hundred times? Should you call them a thousand times? Should you not call? Is it ever ethically acceptable to, to do the ghosting yourself 
what happens if you're not feeling a relationship after a couple days. Not a relationship, but you know what I mean. All that stuff will be covered uh, next week. So what I'm going to do, Scott, I'm not going to answer right now, but I'm going to write you, I promise. I love you. Uh, You're a loyal listener. I like that. I like lobster. You like lobster. Uh, I'm going to write you an email as soon as I finish recording this podcast. Be on the lookout for the email. Don't tell anybody my answer because that's all content for next week. Uh, Thank you. And I'm sorry. But I love you. Thank you. If you have any questions, uh, write me. Any comments, concerns, write me. If you want me to help you out, you should write me. Write me an email, m.violet at personaldatingassistance.com. That's m as in Matthew, dot v as in Victor, i as in Igloo, o as in Octopus, l as in Lilac, e as in Elephant, t as in Thomas, t as in Thomas, e as in Elephant at personaldatingassistance.com. I write back. That's what I do. Uh, I also will select one of your lucky emails. I will be featuring it on the next episode, episode five. Also, check out our website for a full list of our services, rates, testimonials, articles, a list of our team and their bios, and much, much more. That's www.personaldatingassistance.com. Tune in next time uh, for a brand new episode. The topic we will be discussing, I will be discussing, is ghosting. What happens if they ghost you? Should you ever ghost? Is it okay? What happens if you're talking and you're going on a couple dates and then bam, they disappear? What should you do? You relax. Don't panic. We have solutions. But until then, signing off, this is Matthew Violet, aka The Rambling Gambler. You guys are loyal. You guys are great. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you have a wonderful week. All right. Take care. Bye.